My midterm. Uh. Do you ever have dreams that no. you're supposed oh. to turn in college work? Yeah, oh, constantly. <laughs> And most then you of, wake up and you're like, I didn't go to class. Most of them are, uh, I have a test coming. It's always organic chemistry. Uh, and my mind is always trying to solve the problems that I studied the night before because it happened so many times in college. Uh, and then I wake up and I'm like, oh, well, in, in my dream, I wake up. If that makes any sense. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm late for class. Inception. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, no. Mine's like. Um, yeah, so uh, all your homeworks are due um, at the end of the class, uh-huh. and they've been going on for the past 19 weeks. Yeah. And like, we had homeworks? Uh-huh. What? They're also worth 30% of your grade. Yeah. Fuck! Yeah. And then I wake up, and I I'm like, that. I gotta get this shit done. Well, and I'm the, like, oh yeah. The worst is whenever the dream is like kind of uh, so real, like the anxiety that you receive in your dream is so real, that you wake up and you're like... I have something I'm supposed to do. Yes. And like, oh, that was in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be in class five years ago. Uh, I have plenty that uh, plenty of dreams that also make me think that I never actually graduated. And so I'm like, oh, no. Did that happen? <laughs> I got my transcripts. So I think I did. You got them taped over top of your bed, uh-huh. just in case. <laughs> oh, thank so God. I think I've got it, but sometimes I have the dream, like, didn't have that last class that I needed to graduate. Do you and have so your, I think your about little uh, diploma? I have my diploma, yeah. Is it hung up where you can see it? No. Maybe that'll stop the dream. I have, I have it in a, in a frame. Uh, I just have not put it up anywhere. I had a dream last night about a, a coliseum made out of bones. Um, Isn't that the the underground in Paris? What's that called? The catacombs. So this is above ground in Colosseum formation. So the Roman Colosseum. <laughs> yes, made of bones. Well, the Roman Colosseum. And uh, in order for you to get out of the Colosseum, like it was like it was like a gladiator kind of thing, like survival of the fittest. Who could ever gets out of the Colosseum is going to be the only one. Um, and now I'm afraid of bones, and I'm going to take out my bones. Do you know the muffin? Be, <laughs> honestly, work. <laughs> um, and this might scare you a little bit. You have bones inside your body. <laughs> yes, bitch. I know. That's okay. why I said I'm gonna take them out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a blob. <laughs> Just muscle be blob. I like that. Except, no, that's fine. <laughs> so we were all trying to like run up the sides of the Colosseum, uh-huh. and of course, you know, when you would step over bones. They're not going to stay in place. They're not cemented in place. You just kick them? They're like falling. They're crumbling. So you you were running on a house of cards, essentially. Of bones. Well, bone cards. But built like cards. Yeah. No, in a Colosseum fashion. Yes. You know how a Colosseum, right? Do you? What? Like from Rome. <laughs> like like the Roman Colosseum? The Roman Colosseum, but made of bones. Honestly, work. I'm going to write a book. <laughs> the, the City of Bones or Colosseum of Bones? The boat. The bone game. The <laughs> a game on. of bones. Tell me about that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you think. It's not a porno. <laughs> I'd start pitching it. People like, yes, yes, yes. yes we'll yeah, have yeah, a meeting. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, all right. I'll take the meeting. But listen, guys. It's not what you think. It's not. And they're like, oh. oh okay, we no. don't need to have the meeting anymore. Get the fuck out. We don't want this. <laughs> listen, yeah. it's a coliseum, but it's made of bones. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in the coliseum? You just run in circles. Like a lot of circles. Yeah. Lots and it of falls people. down because the bones don't stay in place. And they just crumble. Uh-huh. And then, you know, when you get to the top, 
You won the bone game. But then you have to get down. No. Because you to die. The top of the bones. You become you bones? Said there was like a. Uh, uh, next level? You know, next level thing. You're like Mario, you go down a pipe and. Yeah. yeah. You jump up and grab the flagpole. So I'm reading this book. Oh, God. <laughs> it's called The House of Leaves. I've tried it before. I'm much further this time than I was last. And now you're about to give up again? No. Oh. Okay. Because the scary part finally got here. Okay. So can you imagine? No. Oh. So you picture my house, right? Yes. What if a door just started to appear right here? I think that was a movie, wasn't it? With Matt D- Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt <laughs> Damon. Uh, I don't know anything about that. Oh. So you open the door... And it's a long hallway. Uh-huh. And you look around. There's no way there could be a long hallway there. But there's a long hallway and you can walk down the hallway. Okay. So another reality. Yeah. So this guy goes down the hallway and then the hallway just starts branching and shit. And it then he lost. starts losing the walls. And then he's just in the middle of a dark room, pitch black. Can't feel any walls. Why can't I gotta see be black? the ceiling. Can't see the floor. Uh. He has a camera, so he can light things up, but the light doesn't go far enough to hit the walls. So, like that one spoopy thing that you told me about the the different rooms? No. Oh. No end house had Yeah, walls. that one. It did have walls. Similar Sometimes. Though. Except for, Similar, though. Except for number six, whenever it was the forest. Or five. Or four. Whatever number that was. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Mm-hmm. We did it. We, we researched that. Yeah. But, I mean, we. You. What? But I spent weeks pining over it. Pining. Trying to create the exact same story, but slightly different. Uh-huh. So I could be like, look, I made a story. Uh-huh. Completely on my own. Woo! <laughs> There's no, it's all from my head. Yeah. So House of Leave, what happens to him? Oh, you haven't finished I yet. I haven't finished yet. Oh my God. Oh, but do you want to see how it's like weird? Why it's so hard to read? It's so difficult to read. Okay. Is it a picture book? <laughs> <laughs> no. That wasn't uh, the insult that I thought it was, but I like where it went. So <laughs> That's a big-ass book. This leaf is Ew. called a maple leaf. Yeah. So That's difficult to read. Very difficult to read. So this portion is not so bad, except for some parts will be like, la da 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 There's this note, and then it's like, check out, her, check out this uh, footnote in the back. So then you have to go to the back to look at the footnotes. So then like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing? No, it's supposed to be read linearly. So then why do they have footnotes like that? This is not a biography. It's sort of a bio. It's not, it's like footnotes to, it's about a movie that somebody filmed about this, this hallway and this house. And then this guy wrote all of these notes about what he thinks is happening and then he dies and then somebody finds all of his notes and then he starts writing what he thinks the guy was thinking happened in the movie this author was on some crack yeah <laughs> and then like there's pages like this uh-huh where they start just putting in conversations oh calendars and then they have conversations then there's just pages of footnotes and then there's like pages where i mean i saw the sideways one one word uh-huh there's some pages where the, it's written backwards you have to read it in a mirror stuff's crossed out it's so difficult to read but why did this man think that it was uh it's a it's a really it's a good selling book it's a very well selling book uh. 
It's supposed to be like the the most thrilling novel of all time. Honestly, work work. <laughs> Good for them. And I'm gonna finish it one day. Okay, it's one day. Six hundred and some pages, but some pages have one word on it. So somewhere over the rainbow. Shit, that's fresh. I'm a little stuffed up today. Should we get a balloon? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Blow it up in your nose. I have nasal spray for that. Well, what if you just had like a balloon in your face that like exploded in your nasal passage? You know what? <laughs> and let me tell yes, you about this. Yes, I do. Yeah, you do? I sure do. I don't understand sinuses. They're Tell like, me about it. Well, see, listen. <clears throat> no. Okay. You know I don't listen. Think of a rock. Not the, the rock. country? No. Okay. Like an actual rock. Not the rock. Not the country. Okay. Just a rock. Okay. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Got no. No, 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 no. A different no, different. Regular rock. Okay. Hard. Which rock? Uh, you, uh, <laughs> one from the ground. Oh, okay. Lots of pores, huh? Uh-huh. Face. Your head is a rock. Yeah, but I think my head is hollow. So that hollow, was not a stupid Hollow thing. head theory. <laughs> you gotta get in the guard somehow. Through your through sinuses. Your, yes, through the sinuses. That's why they're always plugged. They come in through here. No, because your sinuses are supposed to be like. That's what the Nazis want you to think. That is exactly what they want you to think. They're supposed to be like a, a hollow cave ish, essentially, and you're not in your nose, right? Hold on, let me look up a sinus. Yeah. Yeah. But, but mine are always with, fucking plus stuff. Yeah, but it's not mine don't ever feel feel filled. Filled fueled. Field filled. Feel filled. Got it. <laughs> um with anything, they're just like plugged. Maybe they're just small. Maybe. That's what I don't know. Oh this? Oh, those are just my tiny sinuses. <laughs> my ti- sinuses are so tiny. Look at this tiny nose. Yeah, look. These are like giant holes. See, yeah, that's see behind this? your face. Yes, that's that's all like in here. But I don't ever feel like there's actual like flow, flu- <laughs> fluid, fluid. Uh, uh, but I, I guess maybe it's more like inflammation. It's like <clears throat> it's inflammation. But I feel like I that's how all they the get time. Always. That's, That's how they get you. They, they get take you down. They take you down. It's probably GMI about my, my body and my life. That's fine. So I take nasal spray. And my um, PCP a long time ago was like, don't do that. I was like, okay. But then I can't. Nasal passages? Because then I can't sleep at night. You should get a CPAP. Uh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I do. Do you? Yeah. Well, you probably need it. Why? I don't snore at night like you do. I don't snore at night. I just sing eloquent songs. <laughs> They're the song of my people. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. I know it does. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm asleep. Why do I need to why do I have to breathe? Why can't it just breathe for me? <laughs> I mean technically your body's supposed to. <laughs> no. No no. But sometimes it I'm doesn't. Tired. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's time for Well, me to if you sleep. get if you get the CPAP, then it'll do it for you. It'll I'm force getting... force oxygen into your face. And then it takes it away. And then it puts it back in. Sounds good. <laughs> it breathes for you. Can make sure pressure air uh-huh. control? Yeah. Circulator. What does CPAP stand for? 
Hold on. We, we learned so much on this podcast. Continuous pressure C- air path. Circulator. Stands for continuous positive airway pressure. Uh, what? Oh, CPAP. Why did I think it was C- CPAC? <laughs> Isn't that something else? <laughs> yeah, it's like a conservative political yeah, action committee. Gross. <laughs> yeah, CPAP. Yeah, I don't want a CPAC. No, you do not want a CPAC. I want a CPAP. We want a CPAP. Ooh, it's a BiPAP. You tell me this PAP is bi? Hang on. Bi awareness. Bi awareness, but that week is over. And you can't really buy awareness. I don't really see awareness sold anywhere. I don't so. have money for that. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, advertise for you to buy awareness. I think that you should just stay ignorant, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. I can do that. Whore. Uh-huh. I can do that. Hey, what you been thinking about? Um, actually. Oh, well, welcome to our podcast. Oh, oh, yay. We made it. Um, I did have a thought yesterday. Um, I stopped by trivia briefly because I finished my, we finished our, uh, I finished the, uh. Class. Class a little early. <clears throat> so I was like, hey, I'll go visit my friends at trivia. Get a glass of wine. Enjoy just like a little bit of evening. Um, and they played All Coming Back to Me. <gasps> Classic. Classic song. It's a very good um, song. Listen to the lyrics a little closer, and it's like, this is kind of emotionally abusive. It's about her dead husband. Yeah. What part's abusive? The slamming of the doors. <laughs> they were fighting. Tell me. You, you slam every door that you get out of with your big hands. And that's just because I'm big. <laughs> uh, I've been doing car rider duty in the morning, and I have been very aware to be like, <laughs> to close the doors because I know that people get very frustrated with the idea of slamming doors. So I'm just like, let me close this door. Hope it's closed. Click. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd be slamming those doors. I try my best. Karen would roll down her window. She'd be like, excuse me. My door is not closed. I'd be like, listen, we have to get Jimmy to school now because yeah. he's an idiot. The worst slash what's even more funny is that some cars just drive down this road, but they have to stop because all the other cars stop. And so I'll go to open the door and there's no one in there. Well, I mean, besides the person driving. And I'm like, <laughs> like uh, and they're like, well, I don't have a kid. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I've done it twice now. Why are they on there, the street? Maybe just because they're trying to go to work or wherever they're going. I'm like, can't you find a different way through? Take a different road. That's what I'm saying. Why That's are you sitting in the, in the car rider pickup or drop off? Like, <laughs> go find a different road. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Because that's my thought. Because they're going to wait at a light? No light. It's, it's like, so. The, there's like the major road and then like here's the school and then you turn off this way and go around like this little loop-de-loop here and like that little curve right here is where the car rider drop-off is and so like if you're coming down this road like you had to come off of the main road yeah so fine and it's also a grid so take a different road to get to the main road very oh. easy to do that yeah i don't know it's confusing me like why have I? Why has this happened? Or maybe it's also like the kid has gotten out further down and didn't follow the instructions, which is also a possibility. But I'm like, this is awkward <laughs> for everyone involved. Why don't they lock their doors? Because then you just be like, there's been. I've done that too. I did that this morning. I'm like, and then they just drove off. I'm like, oh, hopefully they didn't have a kid in there because they ain't coming to school. Next time, bring like a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Shatters the window. Please, I don't have any. <laughs> Give me your kid. 
It's time for school. <laughs> it's time for school, bitch. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's very that. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Anyways, back to Celine Dion. So, uh, is it really about her dead husband? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So that, I guess, makes more sense. I thought it was like a, a like an abusive relationship where like they got in fights a lot and then they'd like... Have you never seen the video? No. Oh my god, the video is the move. Oh, is it? No, I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, her husband's daddy died in a car crash. And so that she's like... One night, she's just thinking about him. She drove all, all night. coming back to her. Oh, yeah. She's like, it was all those empty threats and hollow lies. Uh-huh. But every time that he hurt her, she hurt him back and so much deeper. That's what I'm saying. Oh! That's what I'm saying. That some of the lyrics are like, I was like, oh, you guys are... She didn't say physically. No, I said emotionally abusive. I didn't say physically. How do you know it wasn't... Uh... Verbally? Psychologically. Linguistically? Yes. Linguistically abusive? Yes. That verbal. like, you make your R sounds weird. <laughs> your etymology is crazy. <laughs> the AU's <laughs> vowel uh, conjunction does not make does an not. ow noise. It makes an ooh. It does not vibe with me. <laughs> Why don't you take that back to your grammar school? Take that back to your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> No. No. What you been thinking about? You got memes? I got some memes. You got memes? I haven't been thinking about nothing. Yeah. You that, know me. I've yeah. been thinking about nothing all the time. I haven't. I've been, uh, you know, I've been a bussy mom, so. Uh, a bussy mom? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Not busy. Bussy mom. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, so I've been, uh, been, been, uh, not been on the internet as, as much. Not been as critically online. Critically? What's the word I'm looking for? What do you think this man does for a living? Uh, mystery machine? <laughs> Solve mysteries with the dog. Oh, yeah. He says, what does it look like I do for a living? And I laughed. <laughs> I laughed. Have you seen this white girl Oh yes. have a dance off? I, everyone keeps calling her Rhaenyra, which is from House of Dragons. It's know. yeah, you don't you don't understand it, but it's very funny. They're like, oh my god, Rhaenyra just slayed. I'm like, oh my god, you guys are stupid. I hate her dress. Uh-huh. Um, her mother definitely is. Uh, she thinks that she's fashionable, but she's not. She's not. And then me chaperoning in the back. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's accurate. <laughs> what else do I got? What else? oh the beef between Chucky and Megan. Megan! Oh, I thought you meant Megan the Stallion. I was like, what happened there? Yes, I have seen the Twitter beef between the two of them. She said, and now back to this doll who had a lot to say about me the other day in the press. Chucky, what's good? Do you remember the Nikki Minaj? Yeah, yeah. Yes, Miley, what's good? Come on, I'm not that... I I, I know I've been busy this week, but I'm not that far removed from the internet. All right, well, that's all I got for you. (laughs) You got nothing else? (laughs) I got another one. (laughs) Another one. I'm coming over. You better not be spoon feeding that caged moon. My unruly ass. <laughs> what the fuck? Why is it in the cage? And it's why is it being fed? fed? I love it. My unruly ass. <laughs> My unruly ass. <laughs> I like it. That's all I got. Yeah, I don't I don't have many other memes. What else did I post this week? Oh, you got see. a new phone case. I did look at this pretty you look color. Like Marty. Is it because I'm green and this is purple? 
Mm-hmm. Do I look ill? Always. Okay, that's normal. All right. Why'd you pick purple? Because I well, I like purple, and I never get to. You never get to wear purple. Purple doesn't look good on my skin too. To, <laughs> I don't really get to to use purple. Poo poo. Oh, it's just coughed. It's happening. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I don't really get to use purple. I'm gonna get the same phone case again. Okay. Because mine is the color is warping. Mine always like because I pick at it sometimes. And so it like flaked and ripped. So they're like, okay, well, let me go ahead and spend $7 to get a new one. What's the brand? This is the same one I use. Uh, I get it from Amazon. Yeah, me too. Um, oh, this this one, this meme was very funny and I choked when I had it. So it's a TikTok that says, when you realize every odd number has the letter E in it, and the first comment is two. It's <laughs> <laughs> not true. <laughs> Because I was just scrolling. I was like, what does this say? And I was like, what? <laughs> I saw another one the other day. <laughs> to post that so confidently. To, People be no. stupid. <laughs> yes. People be. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, somebody posted and said, I can't get over the fact that there's no number that starts with M. <laughs> and I was like. And then I told the girls, and they were like, "You're right." And I was like, "No, no, no. There's one. There is one. It's a million. It's a million. Oh, Oh, yeah. There is one. Okay. There's no number that starts with M. Million. Oh, (laughs) very, very confident. A million. A one million. One million. Which got me thinking. Are there any numbers that don't have a specific letter in them? Z. Oh, no. <laughs> a zillion. Zero. And zero. They also said zero. They were like, serious. <laughs> and then I said zero. A Y. No. All of them. <laughs> 20. 20, 30, 40. <laughs> None of them start with Y. No, but they all have a Y in them. V- no. Seven. Oh, no. <laughs> Six has an X. Oh, uh, no. C. 40. Four. C. C. I got it. <laughs> C. C, right? Centillion? Is that a word? No. Or is that a number? No. <laughs> I did it, guys. Some listeners are going to come and be like, you guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> one. One has the C in it, you dumb bitch. You just got to erase half of the O. And then it's a one. Uh, no. Yeah. I think you think you got it. I did it. There's no number with C in it. How about E? <laughs> what? Oh. Oh, shit. Z- oh. oh. <laughs> yes, that's good. It's just the the level of confidence. Is there really? Ne- I'm gonna keep thinking about this. F. Forty four. Yeah. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. No, it's got an F. No, it doesn't. What? <laughs> uh. 
I'll, th- I'll keep thinking about it. Okay. And it's going uh, to get a random number like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 11 with a C in it. <laughs> Ele- Elevchen. No. Elevson. Elevson? Yeah. Elevson. Yeah, that don't make no sense. Well. <laughs> you just turn the V sideways. <laughs> it looks like a C, right? No, that's a great It's a U. Turn the B? No, turn the C sideways. If it's you, a U. A U and the V are facing the same direction. It's a very bubbly U. If you turn it? Yeah. No. I'm talking about a C. Oh, I'm talking about a V. <laughs> I have moved on from your V. <laughs> I am on to the, the quintessential uh, letter that is not in a number. Okay, what do you think about it? But if you turn it sideways... Oh. Then it's a U, and then it's in forty. <laughs> there is a U in in no and four and just four. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> there's not a U in forty. No, there's not. F O U R T Y. You know, we teach children things sometimes. <laughs> I do. I, I have two upstairs. Uh-huh. And I'm like, listen to me. I know what to do. <laughs> there's a U in forty. <laughs> hey. <coughs> I love it. And they'll be like, Candy, C-A-N-D-Y-S. And I'm like, no, no. You, oh my God, how could you? How would you do that? Anyways, are you ready to talk about um, Big, Big Bones? Bones? I am. I am too. The letters A, B, and C do not appear anywhere in the spellings from 1 to 99. No, 999. A billion. No, in, it just said in 1 to 999. Okay. That's not my question. Okay. What about the C? While the A letter C? comes the first time in uh, 1,000, the letters B and C do not appear anywhere in the spelling from 1 to 999,999,999, while the letter B comes the first time in a billion. So C is the only letter. Wow. Wow. I'm going to Google numbers with C in it. That's what I just did. No, you didn't. Oh, okay. Well, not sh- shut up. <laughs> One octillion is the first number containing a C, and that is a lot. That's a that's a lot. <laughs> so there is a number. It's just very very far very far away. Anyway, but you know what's close to home? What recent Gallup? Yes, that show that if Americans have repeat, reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade, <clears throat> while we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can. But what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Big Bones has a solution. A CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs. And Big Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code 
Spoopy 15. Spoopy 15. Big Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones probably donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress Street in Austin. Big Bones! We're close. <laughs> I felt like you were just trying to carry it on. You were trying to you were trying to upstage me I was. and I was like, I'm not gonna let that happen. Well we didn't have a director to cut us off at the same time, so it made it a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Anyways, you wanna go first? Is it my turn? I, I don't know. All right. <laughs> Do you have a lot? Uh, five pages. Okay, I'm looking to get it done pretty quick tonight. Okay, because I have a field trip tomorrow. Okay, I wake up at five thirty now. I don't. I do. I don't want to do that. Well, I have to. What if I told you no? That's a valid comeback. It just well okay we'll get about five forty not really five thirty. Well okay I set the alarm for five thirty but I don't wake up at no I don't set the alarm for I set the alarm for five forty and I'm the human being that gets out of bed at five forty. I don't do the whole snooze thing. That's not my vibe. You don't do it either. I don't do it. Either. No, it's just like why no, why do no, I need to sleep for ten minutes? I'm gonna not enjoy the sleep. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> Peter Kirtan, if the umlaut is over the U, Kirtan, Kirtan. Yeah. It's him. But I'm going to go ahead and refer to him as Curtin. Okay. Going forward, because I don't have the... The German skills? The effort, effort it's fine. That. I'm German. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> one of the earliest and most gruesome killers in record, Peter Curtin, oh, the vampire of Dusseldorf, oh. committed crimes through the early aughts, through the 20s, <clears throat> and in modern-day modern Germany... At that time, Prussia. Oh, hi, oh cool. I thought you meant like... No. Like early, early 2000s. 19 aughts mm. and 20s. That makes me feel better. Um, he was condemned in the highest regards for his particular brutality. Um, there's a reason why they called him the vampire. Yeah. Of Dusseldorf. Uh, he was born in Mulheim on am Rhein region in the early 1880s, 1883. He was the eldest of 13 children to a poor and abusive home. He and his alcoholic parents and siblings lived in one bedroom apartment. Uh, the family frequently was beaten by the father. And often, while intoxicated, he would assemble his children and rape his wife in front of them. Oh. Good old family activity. Family meeting. <laughs> Time for a rape. Gross. In 1897, his family, or his father was jailed for repeatedly raping his eldest daughter, aged 13. Um, and then his mom was like, you know what? <clears throat> I've had enough. I'm going to leave. Bye. <laughs> and so then she divorced him. And she moved her and her 13 children to Dusseldorf. Uh, in 1888, Curtin attempted to drown one of his playmates. Uh, at this time, he was... A five. A five. 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 Five.
Um, he pushed one of his playmates who could not swim off a raft, and then when another friend jumped in to save him, he held both of their heads underwater. At the age of five? Yes. Um, and they were like, oh no, they drowned. And the police were like, what a tragedy. (laughs) Oh no. Sad thing. Yeah. (laughs) That's Uh, not funny, but... (laughs) But... (laughs) None of it's funny. Uh Uh-uh. In 1892, he befriended the local dog catcher so that he could join them in committing torture to the animals. Oh, that's Uh, great. mm -hmm. Uh, He was also noted to have spent most of his time out running the streets, taking uh, the company of petty thieves and criminals, where he learned his uh, how to commit petty theft so that he could feed and clothe himself. That'd be a good drag name. Petty theft? Petty theft! Petty theft. Patty theft. Patty theft. Um, when he was 13, he formed a relationship with a girl his age, uh, but she would not uh, give in to his advances. Uh. Uh, so then he resorted to bestiality instead. And he would have <laughs> sex with the sheep, the pigs, and the goats from local farms. Well, this one girl turned me down. Let's go <laughs> so the sheep. I guess I'm going to go fuck that sheep. Oh. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> And then uh, he claimed that he achieved his best orgasms by stabbing animals while he was penetrating them. Oh. So I think I think you could see where this is going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I'm assuming this is while he's still uh, adolescent. Yes. Yeah. 13. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's great. He also raped his sister <clears throat> often. Um, not and then, great. And then he left school. <laughs> you know what? I'm done with this. This is not it for me anymore. <laughs> I'm going to become an apprentice molder. I'm a head out. <laughs> uh, he did his job for about two years before he stole all the money that he could find in his house and 300 marks from his employer and ran away to Koblenz, where he shacked up with a sex worker who oh. he claimed willingly submitted to any act that he wanted to perform before he was arrested and charged with breaking and entering and theft. <clears throat> and he was sentenced to... One month in prison. Love that. He was released in 1899 and went right back to it. <laughs> Let's get... This did nothing for me. Let's do it. Um, Curtin claimed to have committed his first mur- murder in November of 1899. Um, in his 1930s confessions to the investigators, he claimed to have, quote, picked up an 18-year-old girl at... <sighs> Alislasse. A-L-L-E-E-S-T-R... The B thing. Alistrasse, yeah. Alistrasse. So it means street. Strasse. Strasse. Oh, Alley Street. Uh, and then he persuaded her to accompany him to the Hofgarten. There, he claimed to have engaged sex with her before strangling her into unconsciousness with his bare hands and then leaving her there, believing her to be dead. Believing. Believing. Um, Believe. You know, <laughs> the more you know. As one does. Uh, the more contemporaneous records exist no. to corrupt. Is he putting his toy? Oh, no. Shaking it. He's gonna. He's gonna start doing that doing, thing. Doing the thing. Um. <laughs> so nothing. Nothing uh, of note says that it actually did happen. But if it did, the victim likely survived the assault. However, um, he said that <clears throat> when he did it, he was like, oh. That is it. That is the height of sexual ecstasy. I'm going to do that all the time. Great. (laughs) Um, So shortly thereafter, in 1900, he was arrested for fraud. 
He would be rearrested later in the same year on the same charge, although on the second occasion, um, charges pertaining to his uh, theft in 1899, plus the attempted murder of a girl with a firearm, were added to the indictment. So he was sentenced to... One month. Four years. (laughs) Go, go. This and, sounds similar to mine, where it's like you you were in jail like seven times, a lot of times, a lot of times, and uh, you still ended up back when back. I felt like people were like, "You stole grain from the market. Uh-huh. We're putting you to death." You literally like your hands are chopped off. Pull out your tongue, like yeah. I mean, eighteen hundreds is like not like way out there, but they would they you, guillotine people. They would put you in an iron bull and then light a fire underneath it. Oh, absolutely, or just put the the children. In the little bakery or whatever. Yeah. That they used to. The kiln. The kiln. There you go. Um, Like the little witch with her cake, the candy house, Uh Hansel and Gretel. Uh, That's German. Hansel and Gretel. It's from this story. Yeah. Uh, This is actually what this is about. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the kicker. He served a sentence in Derendorf. Oh, man. Not Darendorf. Darendorf, famous home of uh, witches with houses made of candy. That is true. In the summer of 1904, (laughs) Curtin was drafted into the Imperial German Army, and he was deployed to the city of Metz in Lorraine to serve in the 98th Infantry Regiment. Um, And then he was like, not for me. It's not the vibe. Not the ooh ah sensation. So then he deserted. And in autumn, he began committing acts of arson, which he would discreetly watch from a distance as emergency services attempted to extinguish the fires. Most of them were in barns and haylofts. Um, and then he went to the police and was like, uh, when he was caught, he was like, I did that like 24 times. <laughs> nobody ever caught me. That's crazy. Um he admitted that the fires had been committed both for his sexual excitement and the hopes of seeing sleeping tramps burned alive. Oh my god. But the fire was like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that burn. He was trying to put it out. <laughs> no. That was, that was a joke in poor taste. That was awful but very funny. Um, as a result of his desertion, Curtin was tried by a military court and convicted of desertion, as well as a lot of accounts of robbery and arson and more attempted robbery. Wait, was he in the military? Yeah. No, oh, I missed that part. <laughs> they drafted him. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and so then he was in prison from 1905 to 1913. Uh, he served his sentence in M-U-N-S-T-E-R? Munster? M-U-N-Munster. Munster. With the umlauts. Munster. Munster. Uh, with much of his time spent in solitary confinement for... <clears throat> That's where the cheese comes from. Munster cheese. From solitary confinement? Yeah! Honestly, actually. That's kind of mm. how cheese is made. What? What did the cheese do? It's in trouble. Oh, no. You know the Swiss cheese? Bullet holes. Uh, uh. <laughs> and then they just cut it up in plastic, um, package it, and send it out? Yep. That's how it works. That's crazy. I've been eating Christ. Swiss cheese yeah. for a long time. It's holy cheese. Um, it's you, also religious. You know. Jeez. I'm teaching you so much about che- cheese. Che- <laughs> cheese? <laughs> I don't even know her. Stop it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he was in solitary confinement for a lot. He uh, 
claimed to psychologists that this was one of his first, he first encountered severe forms of discipline and the erotic fantasies that he developed <clears throat> in this prison uh, expanded to include graphic fantasies of his striking out of society and killing oh masses of people. Um, and they were just overwhelmed him to where he said, he quotes sort of the sort of pleasures from these visions that other people would get from thinking about a naked woman he got from killing mass of peoples. Um, and he added that he would spontaneously ejaculate while he thought about these things. Oh. His first murder occurred on the 21st murder. First murder occurred well, on the... Well, first adult murder, since he did kill children by yes. drowning them. And he also life. choked that woman out, and he thought she died. Yeah, that's true. Uh, also, all of the burning barns that maybe somebody was sleeping Probably in. was, you know, might have killed someone too. But the first one... <laughs> The f- first one, wink, was on the 25th of May, 1913, during the course of a burglary at a bar in Mulheim am Rhein. Rhein. Um, he found a nine-year-old girl named Christine Klein asleep in her bed. So he strangled her and then slashed her in the throat with a pocket knife and did bad things. Um when he heard the blood dripping from her. Oh my god. And then the next day he So that sexually aroused him by hearing Ew. Yeah. Why are they like this? Awful, awful people. A good thing though, he's dead. Okay, great. Um He got what came to him. Was he coming did. To him. There you go. <laughs> I'm not gonna go I um I'm not gonna go over that today. Oh, I'm going to get I'm going to do a cliffhanger. Oh. Is a two-parter? It's a two-parter. Oh. Uh so <clears throat> later the following day he returned to, to Cologne to drink in a tavern located Cologne. Dr- like that that name. Cologne. You said it right. Cologne. Cologne. Uh to drink at a tavern directly across the, uh from the one that he murdered the little girl in so he could listen to the locals talking about the kid's murder. Um, he, he wanted to, he's narcissistic. He wanted to hear mm-hmm. about it. Oh my God. He returned, he recollected to it investigators that he derived an extreme sense of gratification from how disgusted and repulsed everyone was. Um, in the weeks after that, he occasionally traveled to Mulheim and online to visit the gra- child's grave, adding that when he handled the dirt over her grave, he was aroused as well. Oh my God. Uh, two months later, again in the course of committing a burglary in the aid of a skeleton key, he broke into a home in Dusseldorf, discovering a 17-year-old girl named Gertrude Franken sleep in her bed. He managed to strangle her, and then um, again was aroused from blood coming out of her mouth. Before leaving the scene, he managed to escape uh, this attempted murder undetected. Then after that... On the 14th of July, he was arrested for a series of arson attacks and burglaries to which he was sentenced to six years in prison. Still, what? In and out of jail. Yeah. Murdering people the whole time. Like, a bunch of shit's going down. So, yeah. And he was in solitary confinement for another, so they extended his incarceration for a further two years. Um, He served it in a military prison in the town of Prague. Um, so then, now we're in the 1920s, it's 1921, he is out of jail in April, he ro- relocated to Altenburg, 
where he initially lived with his sister. Um, through his sister, he became acquainted with a woman three years older than him, August Scarf, a sweet shop per proprietor and former uh, sex worker who had been convicted of shooting her fiance to death. <laughs> um, and he was like, wow. "Oh well, she does crazy shit. What's going on with her?" Uh-huh. Um, she he he told her, "Oh, I was a prisoner of war." Um, and then she's like, okay, cool. Let's get married. Wait, what war? The Great War. World War One. Yeah. What time frame is this? It's now 1921. Oh, see, I thought we were still like the, like before the he World War One. He was in jail for eight years. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> now it makes sense. Uh, so yeah, then, he was in jail during the war. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then he married, uh, married her, um, and he said that, it was a happy marriage, but he could only um, consummate the marriage by thinking about violence. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then after that, on the, he did that on their wedding night. And then afterwards, he was like, well, I'm only going to do that if she asks. Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> uh, it's not great. So for the first time in his life, he obtained regular employment. Good for him. Also becoming an active trades union official. Uh, although the exception of his wife, he performed he formed no close friendships. In 1925, he returned with Scarf to Dusseldorf, where he began to uh, have some affairs with a girl named Tide uh, and a housemaid named Mech. M-E-C-H. M-E-C-H. Yeah, Mech. Mech. Both women were frequently subjected to his partial strangulation, um, and when they said, yeah, we'll have sex. Um, and so then Tida once told, or Curtin once told Tida, quote, that's what love means when he discussed, <laughs> when, when you, that's what love means. You choke someone out. You choke, you choke someone a little bit. And yeah. It's fine. That's love. Little partial strangulation. Um, so, his, so he found some crazy women to be around too. Yeah. <laughs> and his wife was like, I found out she, he was like, ugh. What? What? And so then one of the girls went to the police and was like, I didn't want to. He seduced me. And so then the other girl was like, yeah, and he raped me. And so then he went to jail for that, or he went to the courts for that. Uh, Taida's allegations were pursued. So this earned him an eighth month's prison prison sentence um, for seduction and threatening behavior. But the girl who got raped, they were just like, no. Okay, sorry. So, he's back in jail. He served six more months of his sentence before being released upon the condition that he left Dusseldorf. Get uh, out of our city. We don't want this anymore. Go do that somewhere yes. else. Um, he successfully appealed the ruling that he relocate from the city. So yep. he gets to stay. Um, and so then on the 3rd of February, 1929, he stalked an elderly woman named Apollonia Kuhn. Uh, waiting until Kuhn was shielded from the view of potential witness, witnesses from the bushes, he pounced upon her, grabbing her the, by the lapels of her coats and shouting the words, No, row, don't scream! I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, before dragging her into a nearby undergrowth where he proceeded to stab her 24 times with a sharpened pair of scissors. Um, many of the blows were inflicted so deeply that the scissors struck her bones. Oh my god. <laughs> but she survived. What? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, in the 1920s, there's not much happening to her. No, she's fucked up for the rest of her life. And she was elderly. Yeah. So she was just like, honestly, at that point, just kill me. 
And that's where I'm going to leave everyone. For All time. right. So he stabbed an old lady in a bush. Yeah. And she lived. And she lived to tell the tale. That old lady, Michelle Visage. I was going to say the witch that we're about to talk about. That makes sense. Michelle Visage works better. So she was old in the 1920s. Now, now it's she's decrepit. 2020. Now she's a crypt keeper. Two. Weird. <laughs> where 2020, am I? 2020-22. 2020-22. There you go. All right. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and talk about Donald Henry Gaskins. I love Gaskins. 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 Uh, so what's his nickname? I'll no, get we, there. we don't want to? No, I'm getting there. Okay. He was born in... I might sneeze. Dusseldorf? <laughs> no. Florence. <laughs> Italy? County, South Carolina. Oh my gosh, close <laughs> enough. And he was the last in a string of illegitimate children. Oh. There's a whole line of them, right? Uh, Gaskins was small for his age and was immediately given the nickname Pee Wee. Oh. So that's his name. As what an adult. Uh, 1933. Okay. <laughs> that's when he was born. All right. So as an adult, he was uh, between about 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, and he only weighed about 130 pounds. So he was... Uh, a little baby. No, it's gross. Um, <laughs> so he was a... Um, his early, li- early life was characterized by a great deal of neglect from his mother and abuse from a male relative. Uh, his mother apparently did not care for him so much that the first time that he learned that his name was Donald was when it was read out loud in his first court appearance. Oh. Yeah. That can't be true. Yeah. What did she call him, boy? Did she call him anything? That's how little uh, he like felt the the care of his mother. Uh, When he was one, he apparently... Oh, no, no. Yes, when he was one, he reportedly drank a bottle of kerosene, which caused him to have convulsions until the age of three. Uh, so that's always great. Uh, he was often described as a great manipulator, even as a child, and a con artist um, who was a street man with a keen sense of humor and a friendly, entertaining personality. So he had an ego about him and could you know, charm the pants off people while also stealing things from them. In adolescence, uh, Gaskins engaged in a violent crime spree with a group of fellow delinquents, uh, which included burglaries, assaults, and a gang rape. At the age of 13, he was convicted for assaulting a young woman by hitting her in the head with an axe when she caught him breaking into her family home. He was sentenced to five years in a reform school in uh, in South Carolina, uh, where he was regularly raped by his fellow inmates. So, doing great for himself. Uh, after escaping from the reform school, he got married. Uh, I don't know what age he got married, but it was before the age of 18. <laughs> uh, and voluntary, voluntarily returned to complete his sentence after he escaped, uh, and was officially released in 1951 at the age of 18. Uh, he briefly worked on a tobacco plantation until he was arrested in 1953 for attacking a teenage girl with a hammer, uh, over an alleged insult. He was sentenced to six years imprisonment at the South Carolina Penitentiary. There, he earned his fellow inmates' respect by killing the most feared man in prison, Hazel Brazel, in what Gaskins claimed was self-defense. As a result, he received an extra three years in prison, 
for involuntary three years. Yes, only three additional years uh, for involuntary manslaughter. But from that point on, he became the aggressor instead of the victim. So he was like, "Well, I just killed the most aggressive man. Like, I can I'm do the this. Big man on exactly. Yeah. Even though I'm five four, I can still and 130 pounds. I can still fuck people up." Um, so he was like, you know what? This isn't working for me. So he just escaped prison. Uh, hmm. He hid in the back of a garbage cup. Cup, garbage truck. Well, he's and, little, so <laughs> he'll fit in the cup. <laughs> uh, and he fled to uh, Florida because you know where else would you go? Where else would you go? People still do that now. Um, where he uh, decided oh, to take no. employment with a traveling carnival. Uh, so you know the rumor of oh, the carnies are you know criminals. This is the case. Um, so he was rearrested and uh, was taken back to custody and paroled in August of 1961. Uh, following his release from prison, Gaskins reverted to committing burglaries and um, went right back to uh, stealing and selling stolen stolen property. So two years after his parole, he was arrested for the rape of a 12-year-old girl, but... Uh, absconded while waiting this uh, waiting sentence so he was like all right i'm out uh so gaskins was rearrested in georgia and sentenced to eight years of imprisonment he was paroled again in november of 19 why do you keep letting him out you know he keeps running off <laughs> i think they keep thinking you know what he's changed he's changed yeah, they were just like, no, we don't want to deal with those. So uh, he was paroled again in November of 1968. Uh, upon his release, Gaskins, Gaskin moved to the uh, oh my god, moved to the town of Sumter, South Carolina, and began work with a roofing company. So now we come to our first official murders because you know the murders that he did before this, not official, no, not really official murders. Uh, so in 1970, November of 1970, he uh, committed his first of series. Of a series of confirmed murders, primarily people with whom that he knew um, and killed for personal reasons. So most of the people he knew and he just like, well, I don't like you. They so had it coming. Literally. Uh, but not really. <laughs> they didn't have it coming. He had I it coming. Honestly, these people should have killed him for a lot of these things. So his first confirmed victims were uh, his own niece. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Uh, Janice Kirby. Age uh, 15, I cannot read, uh, and her friend Patricia Ann Allsbrook, age 17, both of whom he beat to death. He claimed he was enraged at their drug abuse, while others say he was attempting to sexually assault them in Sumter. Um, so he saw that they were doing drugs, and it was like, I can't I'm deal so... with this. Ah. And then beat them till they died. Like, yeah, that doesn't seem likely. That doesn't seem likely. Uh, so in 1971, he poisoned Martha Ann Dix, also known as Clyde, um, age 20, in March of 1971, either because she claimed that Pee Wee was the father of her unborn child or because he was an alleged drug dealer who supplied Kirby and Allsbrook with the drugs. Oh, I'm sorry. She was an alleged drug dealer. So he was like, you give them these drugs, I'm going to kill you. Or it's like... I've already killed them, so the damage is mostly the damage done, is but done. you have to pay to... Exactly. So in 1973, Gaskins was... Uh, I mean, he was a overt racist. It's always going to be true. It's, he lived in South Carolina in the, the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, so... Racist. Yes. <laughs> um, Gaskins uh, raped and drowned both Doreen Hope Dempsey, age 22, and her two-year-old daughter, Robin Michelle Dempsey, in June of 1973. So he had befriended her several years prior, 
and was angry upon hearing that she had become pregnant a second time with an African-American man. Uh, she had been living with Gaskin's friend Johnny Sellers and his brother Carl Sellers in North Charleston, South Carolina, uh, which is confusing. North Charleston, North South Carolina. <laughs> All right. Um, They brought her to Gaskins' home in Prospect and left her there to speak with Gaskins about staying with him for a short time while she was pregnant. Upset that Doreen was having a second biracial child, Gaskins responded by walking her to his backyard pond, where he drowned her both, uh, drowned her and the the toddler. Please come with me. All right. Get in the water. It is not great. Um... So 1974, in June of 1974, Gaskins shot his friend and criminal associate Johnny Sellers, age 36, in the back of the head and stabbed to death Johnny's ex-girlfriend, Jesse Ruth Judy, age 22, after Sellers asked for money he was owed from the sale of a stolen boat. So Gaskins owed him money, and he was like, give me money. He was like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, let me kill you. So Gaskins feared that Sellers would would reveal that um, Gaskins was also involved in an auto theft ring. So he got a lot of shit going on. Uh, Jesse Judy was murdered at the same time because she could have told police about Gaskins' criminal activity, including murdering her boyfriend, Johnny Sellers. So he was like, well, you saw me do it. So you got to go too. In 1975, uh, Silas Barnwell Yates, age 45, was murdered in February 1975. By either a karate chop to his neck or a slit throat in a murder for hire scheme. So what for, is this a movie from the seventies? Gotcha! Oh, you're dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he claimed it was a karate chop. Forensics were like, that was a knife. He he was like, what would sound really cool? Yeah, like I killed some of the karate chop. No, you fucking sliced his neck, slit his throat open. Uh, so Yates was in a dispute with his ex-girlfriend Suzanne Kipper Owens, and she and her husband John Owens paid Gaskins uh, $1,500 to murder Yates. With $1,500 in the 70s, is you can buy a fucking house with that. <laughs> um, so Diane... Uh, a house, boat. A house, boat and a house. You could buy both things. And exactly. You, floating. Um, Diane Bellamy Neely. Bellamy? Bellamy. Bellamy. We're going to go with that one. Um, B-E-L-A-M-Y. B-E-L-L-A-M-Y. Bellamy. Bellamy. That sounds like a meat that you buy. Oh, that's what I was, I was going for, like, salami. But like, bologna. Like, bologna bellamy. salami. It's bologna and salami. Bellamy. 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 How would you spell that? B-E-L... B-O-L-O... A-M-N-A. No. B-O-L-O... A N G A Y M G Bologna. Yeah, I guess. Bologna. Bologna. But it's not Bologna. Whatever. <laughs> um so where was it? Criminal Okay. So he was uh she was yeah, she was separated from her husband, Walter Neely, who was one of Gaskin's closest friends and criminal co-conspirator. On April 10th of 1975, Gaskin stabbed to death Diane Bellamy and shot dead her boyfriend, Avery Leroy Howard, age 34. Among other reasons, uh, he murdered her because she had threatened to report to police that he was uh, allowing underage teenagers to have sex in his home. Uh, and Avery Howard was murdered because he asked for money to pay attorneys and cover legal expenses following his arrest for fraud and auto theft. Uh, he was worried that Avery would tell police about his criminal activities. So he was like, oh, you need money for this? You're going to die. 
Like, <laughs> I'm taking you out. Um, so he killed uh, Kim Gelkins, age 13. Uh, she, he, she was stabbed to death to keep her from telling police that Gaskins had taken her from North Charleston without permission and to keep her from telling police that she was being sexually abused by several adult men, including him. So she was basically sex trafficked. Then he was like, well, I'm going to kill you so that you don't tell people I did that. Uh, D- Dennis Bellamy, age 27, and John Henry Knight, age 15, were half-brothers and also related to Diane Bellamy. So the one that just died, they were like, uh, they showed up at Gaskin's house uh, and they died within minutes of each other because they were shot in the back of the head on October 10th of 1975. Yeah, because they were like, where's our sister? They they actually came for money. So Gaskins had promised to pay Dennis for some stolen guns when confronted uh, confronted by Bellamy at Gaskins Gaskins trailer home in Prospect, South Carolina. He responded by offering to, I'll take you to the guns in the woods. It's fine. They're behind my house. Uh, So he took Bellamy into the woods to retrieve the guns, but murdered him instead. And then John Henry Knight was directed to the same area allegedly to meet up with his brothers like, do you not hear the gunshots like you should probably not be here uh so south then, carolina people are firing it off to open a pan of coke that's actually probably valid he was probably like oh yeah let's show me, let me show you these guns and how they work and he shot the gun oh yeah okay where'd he go come back here i'll take care of you so uh so he was murdered to ensure that he couldn't speak of any of the crimes others. So uh, Gaskins was finally arrested on November 14th of 1975 when a criminal associate named Walter Neely confessed to police that he had knowledge of Gaskins' killing of Dennis Bellamy, age 28, and Johnny Knight, age 15. So the ones that he had just killed. Uh, so Neely confessed to police that Gaskins had confided in him to having killed several people who had been listed as missing people during the previous five years, and it indicated to him where they were buried. So this man was like, ooh, that doesn't sound great. Uh, so all these killings are happening at his property, and no one is apparently looking for these eight people that are gone. Like, what? Or more. I don't remember how many. Um, so on December 4th of 1975... Neely led police to the land near Gaskins' home in Prospect, where police discovered the bodies of eight of his victims. Uh, So Gaskins was tried on one charge of murder on uh, May 24th of 1976, found guilty on May 28th, and sentenced to death, which was later commuted to life in prison when South Carolina changed the ruling on capital punishment uh, to conform the U.S. Supreme Court guidelines for death penalty in other states. Uh, so on September 2nd of 1982, Gaskins committed another murder for which he earned the title of the meanest man in America. So this happened while he was incarcerated uh, in the high security block of South Carolina Correctional Institute. He killed a death row inmate named Rudolph Tyner, who had received his sentence for killing an elderly couple during a bungled armed robbery of their store in Merle's Inlet, South Carolina. So Gaskins was hired to commit this murder by Tony Simo, who was the son of Tyner's victim. Simo was initially charged with the murder, but pled guilty to lesser charges and was sentenced to eight years in prison. He was paroled in 1986. So Tony Simo was the one who wanted a murder, but paid Gaskins to do it. So Gaskins initially made several unsuccessful attempts to kill Tyner by lacing his food and drink with poison before he decided to use explosives to kill him instead. How the fuck are you going to get explosives in jail? Let me tell you. (laughs) 
Um, to accomplish to accomplish this, Gaskins rigged a device similar to a portable radio in Tyner's cell and told Tyner this would allow them to communicate between cells. When Tyner followed Gaskins' instruction to hold a speaker, which had C4 plastic explosives inside it, without his knowledge, uh, to his ear in an agreed time, Gaskins then detonated the explosives from his cell and killed Tyner. He later Whoa. said the last thing he heard was me laughing. So he held this up and it exploded and... I'm in. I'm sure his head was no longer on his shoulders. <laughs> yes. So Gaskins was tried for Ty Tyner's murder and sentenced to death. It was the first time in history in South Carolina that a white man was sentenced to death for the murder of a black man. Uh, while on death row, Gaskins claimed to have committed between 100 and 110 murders, including that of Margaret Peg Cut Catino. Um, which is a 13-year-old daughter of the then South Carolina State Senator James Catino Jr. of Sumter. Uh, so she had apparently gone missing, and her murder was on unsolved for a long time. Uh, but these murders have been widely disputed, and there has been no evidence to support Gaskin's claim. So the only ones that we can really trace back are the eight that uh, eight bodies that were found. Other than that, it's like, you didn't murder 100, 110 people. You just want to sound cool, like, because you're about to die. Yeah. Um, so he was executed on September 6th of 1991 at 1.10 a.m. in the electric chair, hours after he tried to kill himself by slitting his wrist. His last words were, I will let my lawyers talk for me. I'm ready to go. So. <laughs> Why would you try to kill yourself before they're about to kill you? Because he was egotistical and narcissistic. He wanted to die on his own terms. He didn't want people to kill him. And why do you care? Why the lawyers don't care to say anything? For they don't you? give a I shit. You're yeah, just you're, and they probably made their money, so mm. everything's fine. Yeah, so he's dead. Good. He died in in the nineties. So he was what in the sixties at that point, almost in the sixties. Hmm. Yeah, killed eight people just because they were all related or knew of him. Mind you, he was in you know all sorts of weird crime and sex rings and stuff like that. So. Uh, bad stuff catches up to bad people pretty quickly. Evidently not quickly enough. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, eight people died. And he was 60 years old. Yeah, I also thought. <laughs> and in and out of prison for most of his of life. Yeah, exactly. Years. Or some sort of correctional institution. It's like, you guys couldn't see the writing on the wall? Come on now. <laughs> well, you can't read. <laughs> That's South true. Carolina. Girl, I can't read! Girl, That's not gonna stop I me. Can't I can't read, read this. Leah Michelle. Yes. I love that. All those Leah Michelle. Still perfect. I just love the the meme that has just become the essence of that is the the face where she's like Have you seen that one? The it's just like anytime that someone does something uh and they're attacked, they'll just put that as a, a photo what are they called? Photo reaction photo. Reaction photo. There you go. Uh and it's like you know exactly what that means. Like, oh, I didn't read that. Like I, I don't know I'm, how to read. I'm pretending I, I can't read that. Like, yeah, that's good. High class meme culture. I hope that Leah takes hooked on phonics. She, she should take one of my classes. <laughs> I've been been helping that out recently. You should DM her and ask if she needs help. It's like, hey, I taught a class recently. You want me to help you? <laughs> the cow goes. <laughs> what does an O O sound make? Ooh, ooh. What does an M sound make? M. M. 
And so put them together. Moo. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. So yeah. Very that. Yeah. Patience. All about the patience. I've got so much of it. Uh, Do you see the vein no, bulging out of my head? Because all of the blood is rushed from your face into a panic attack. <laughs> Everything's fine. Well. Wow, what a good podcast. Happy podcast. We did, I also just love whenever we were left on a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger? Uh, I'm going to punch you right in the nose. <laughs> This the at the end of this, and then see what everyone everyone's like. What's gonna happen next? Well, week maybe it'll back? clear my sinuses. Hopefully, you know what? Free nose job. Yeah, I'll even make it crooked for you. Actually, I think it's already a little crooked. You should uncrooked it. No, hit me more crooked, side. more the other side. <laughs> this way, okay. This big U. That, that's a sideways V. Sideways nose. <laughs> <laughs> when you turn it sideways, Chris, smell this. <laughs> we smell it all the way over here. Ooh, uh, smells like cookies. <laughs> Yeah. You know? <laughs> what is even happening? I don't know. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works, a freelance talent network that connects professionals with product work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, or managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the economy works. Find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy Works. That was good. Do you think Mariah Carey is defrosting from our voices? Barely. It's almost time. Just like little little cracks. Honestly. Work. Truly, but uh, people are going to start playing the uh, people have already started playing the music. But it's November first is when they have just begun. Like, no, you have to wait till Black Friday. I don't even want it until December first. Okay, that's fine too. But mine is Black Friday. I will not listen to a single rah rah bitch song. And that you don't like bad romance. That rah rah bitch. Rah rah romance. <laughs> You don't like that? No, no. That's the, very popular. It's a Christmas song. Bad Romance is a Christmas song. <laughs> it's a Christmas song. In the same way that what that movie that people think is a Christmas movie, but it's not. Nightmare for Christmas. Die Hard. Die Hard. That's a Christmas movie. No. It, it absolutely is a Christmas have you movie. Ever, have, you ever, have you seen the movie? Have you seen the movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> it happens at a Christmas party. Oh. I need to watch it, I guess. <laughs> it's a Christmas is it an movie. action movie? Yeah. Uh, a lot of explosions. Snape's in it. Who? Snape. Severus Snape. Ah. The man who plays them or the actual character from the book? Actual character. It's a wizard. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is crazy. It's a Christmas movie. It's honestly just Home Alone, but uh, a lot of guns and explosions. I'm not into that. No, it's not fun. But it's still a Christmas movie. It's a classic. Do you think that Black Christmas is a Christmas movie? No. What is it? It's a horror movie about a killer that kills girls on Christmas Eve. No. And they're in a sorority. What about a movie about the Sauter family? Oh, my God. I couldn't. Because that happened on Christmas, right? Tell me more about it because I don't know anything. Well, okay. So I've heard this podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they did the episode three times. Same content. Not familiar. What's the name of this podcast? Our Snoopy Podcast! Yes! 
Our spoopy podcast is the premier. Premier. We skipped one though. Let's talk about gay stuff as the premier destination for for not spoopy stuff, just gay stuff. Well, they didn't talk about that Sauter family unless there was a gay on the Sauter family. Was there gay? I think you better bring it up. We better bring it up. Well, so anyways, let's talk about gay stuff. Lots of gay stuff on there. Talking about lots of gay stuff. You know, events, books, culture. Pop divas, hunties, the sleigh boots. The boots are coming from inside uh-huh. the sleigh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, take a listen. You're on there, right? <laughs> I'm on there. I pop in there every once in a while, and that by that I mean every single episode now. Yeah. So come on down. If you need more of that, you want to see all this, hear my chair squeak some can't more. See or any, hear any oh. of it? They don't see any of it. They only hear it. You want to see all this? <laughs> Nobody will see anything. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like when I move, you can hear the jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I just hear like, like the way you wiggle, wiggle. Like Both a half, half full gallon of milk. Flush. <laughs> but it's um, it's very, very uh, chunky. old, chunky, gross. Like, yeah. Did I send you that video of that girl making corn chowder or whatever? This girl's making corn chowder, and she's like, "Yeah, so we do this, and then we do this, and it's like this girl. She's got nails and." bad lashes and her hair's in a bunch she's like this is my famous corn chowder so you go put this in the pot and then you add this chicken broth and oh and then she and put then she the, milk the milk and, and it goes and like, <laughs> uh-huh. and she she's goes, like we're not having corn chowder but she anymore. just stares at it for like five seconds right and she's like did you no <laughs> all right we're not having that <laughs> yes you did send that to me i love that that's very funny i um, like that and if you want more of that, <laughs> if you want more chunky milk, take a listen to our, our podcast. Our spoopy podcast. Our spoopy podcast. We made it. <laughs> All um, right. We'd love having you. I'm glad you listened. Stay, stay tuned for next week. Yay. Cliffhanger. We're available on iTunes. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore. And uh, on our spoopy podcast. Uh, SoundCloud. I miss SoundCloud. our spoopy podcast on, on Instagram. Yeah. Our spoopy on Facebook and our spoop on Twitter. No. Our spoop on Facebook and Bye. our spoopy on Twitter. There we go. And one day um, we'll get it right. We should tell them to get, get spoopy, spoopy with it.